like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Words just spoken in my house. <laughs> Speak them. That fuck boy has you on red. In reference <laughs> to who? To Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's pulling his pants down and being all sexy. Yeah. So I didn't know this, and I've been a resident of Los Angeles for the last 15 plus years, but apparently there is a statue in city hall in city hall city, yeah. city hall, hall uh, of abraham lincoln shirtless teenage teenage shirtless, shirtless shredded well endowed well sexy endowed. yeah tight Kinda pants pulling his pants he's down a little bit pulling he's he's okay. already wearing them at his hips that's right and in he's a, tugging that's right he's an abercrombie and fitch model yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the OG you know. Abercrombie he is model. Giving you some bedroom eyes. Yeah, he is. He, he is about and a then, quarter inch away from visible shaft. And then, dear he's listener, he's also like almost touching his dick. Almost, he's like almost, almost. touching it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Giving it a little poke. Um, very progressive. But also, dear listener, um, if you're Google Abs Lincoln. <laughs> there's a bunch of weird images. There's some great drawings. There's and, some and great creations. images. I knew that people had called the statue Abs Lincoln, so I was like, "This is how we'll find a photo of the statue." I will Google Abs you Lincoln. You found that I warm. didn't know what Google was going to unleash upon me. They gave you Abs Lincoln. They did. Asked and received Abs Lincoln yeah. for the win. Yes, and then. Upon looking at the statue of sexy teenage Abraham Lincoln, I said, "You flicked the bean. That fuckboy had you on red. red. That's right, because <laughs> he looks like a fuckboy who would have you on red. Yeah, yeah he would. <laughs> Come on, girls, you know what I'm talking about. All the single ladies, all, all the, the single, single ladies. ladies. I got my Put own version of Abraham. Uh-uh. You're my version of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, back I'm, when I'm you had shredded. A- oh, I don't wear tight pants." But I'm back when sure. you had like baby boy beard, Bob used to look a lot more like Abe Lincoln than he does right now. If yeah. you put me on red, I'd be so mad at you. Mm. <laughs> it would be met with immediate seething texts. <laughs> so many angry gifts. But Bob, you're gonna th- do it now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Bob, when he was a uh, young little boy, Bob had this uh, nice chin strap beard. Yeah, and he looked just like Abraham Lincoln. A handsomer Abraham Lincoln. You did look rather Mennonite at your wedding. I did. Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing I loved. It was being men. Who was making butter. Was, was yep. Raising barns. Raising barns. Not not using electricity. Yep. Love owning it. horses. Yep. To pull my carriage down the street and then protesting about the fact that they want me to put one of those orange triangles on the back. How dare you? Because How? it's so ostentatious. Satan. How dare you? <laughs> Satan's triangle. Tell me your laws. <laughs> Don't impose your laws on me. Do you know what else they want to tell you? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other good stories and drink thematically appropriate beer and keep those fuck boys on red. Yeah, we do. That's how we do. Uh, That's and you get the shoulder. We do. And you got to get the shoulder shake in there too. There's a lot of shoulder shake going on. I was trying to remember the other words to that song. This is how we do it. It's Friday night and we feel alright. The party's here on the west side. So I reach for my 40 and I turn it up. Designated driver take the keys to my truck. Hit the shot cause I'm faded. Money's in the streets and money oh we made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. Anyway. Don't worry about the drive-by. All the gangbangers forgot about the drive-by. You got to get your groove on before you're going to get paid. Anyway. So tip up, up a cup, throw your hands, hands up, and let, let me hear the party say. That's really good. Thank you. Friday night, it's all the cool. I love that we just went on that journey together. Yeah. Did you know I can also rap a lot of Gangsta's Paradise for some reason? <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're not we're not talking you are about all welcome for that by the way <laughs> yeah. Yeah. royalty free use of that music <laughs> don't sue us i'm gonna use music in loose air quotes but on that like one a, less than 30 seconds of a personal performance i think it's fine it's fine and uh it was uh we were uh social commentary first amendment yeah come at me anyway it's satire <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not serious about anything. We were talking about fucking Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. On a Friday night. (laughs) When you feel all All right. right. You know what? He didn't feel right at the end, though. This is how we do Um, it to Abraham Lincoln's bottom. Oh. I think he does it to your bottom. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Come on. The great emancipator, the sexiest emancipator. he's He's an emancipator. He's a giving man. Power he's bottom. A, he's at a pantsipator. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to depantsify at the... Pants. Yeah. He'll emancipate those pants right Any, off you. Anybody mm-hmm. watching, uh, watching uh, that would be me, uh, playing Assassin's Creed knows all about the depantsing that game. Oh, there's pants. I have I have banged everybody in that game. Oh. You can Man and woman everybody. alike. I don't even give a shit. Oh. If there's an option <laughs> if to there, If there's a little option that has a heart next to it, I'm picking it and we're going to get busy. Bob has <laughs> fucked everybody in this game. I have fucked every that's, single that's, person in that game. That's how I play Mass Effect. I'm just fucking <laughs> my way across the universe. I'm like, Garrus, boo, you know you're my number one, but I will fuck everyone on this ship. Yep. So Garrus, Seth Green, I'm coming for you. Garrus is that bottom bitch. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know I'm right, oh, Internet. Oh my god. Oh my I have god. had this argument with friends of mine before. Garrus is that bottom bitch. So but yes. boy. Boy. That's uh He will also fucking keep you on red, that Garrus man. Fucking Garrus. Anyway. Now, people who don't play video games are like, what are they, what are they doing? talking about? They're rapping. They're talking about sexy presidents. They're talking about fucking people in video games. <laughs> I just want to know didn't. about haunted things. I didn't know you could fucking Assassin's Creed. Oh, that oh yeah. making me want to play You want to play this. It has the open worldness of a Skyrim. Mm-hmm. There are there are quests for days. Okay. And you can fuck I everybody. I have murdered everybody and fucked everybody. Because that is the one thing missing from Skyrim. Is the fucking? Is the, the fucking? fucking. No. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you get that in Assassin's Creed because you get kids. Yeah, you can adopt in them. Skyrim. You just you find can't them. Make you can't them. fuck them. Yeah. Vanessa, <laughs> as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, "Don't say that." <laughs> yes, say it. It was good. <laughs> so, this week's episode <laughs> has been canceled because I Vanessa. Be all right. Because I think Vanessa's now on a watch list of some sort. Here on the website. <laughs> We're not on the west side, which I suppose is good. Of the country. Hey, yes. speaking of west side of the country, that's where my ghost story is located hey, this week. That's a good transition. transition. So this week, we bring you back to ghosties. Yes, welcome back. Um, and this week we're doing haunted restaurants. Right, because, because people like to eat. Ghosts is a hungry ghost, man. <gasps> Ghosts like snacks. I like snacks. I like snacks. They I offered you a snack at restaurants. I offered you a snack, but you said no. I, no snacks. I said no at the moment. That doesn't mean I don't want snacks in the future. Okay. Okay. Current Vanessa said no. All right. Future Vanessa. My say We'll yes. ask her. She in the future. Knows what she's going to do. Nobody knows. <laughs> Even Vanessa doesn't <laughs> no know. No one knows. No one knows. Okay. I have a haunted restaurant for you. Yes, you do. Uh, as I spoiled, it's on the west, side. On the west side of the country. Um, yes. So I'm going to tell you about, it's a building that has taken many forms and has many names, but most people call it Stokes Adobe, and it is in Monterey, California. Stokes sure. Adobe. Yes, yeah, Stokes Adobe, which is in Northern California yep. on the coast. Yep. Uh, there's a lovely bay there. There's an aquarium. There's a racetrack. It's full of otters. Yeah. It's delightful. IndyCar, I believe. Also race. used to be the state capital, which I did not know. Oh, I didn't until know that. I was researching this story. Monterey? Yeah. I didn't um, know that. Yes. Fuck you, Sacramento. So, let me tell you about Stokes Adobo. Yes, now, please. Stokes, adobo. Stokes and Adobo sauce. Stokes and Adobo. Chipotle and Adobo sauce. <laughs> Qdobo. Stokes Qdobo. Stokes. Come Chipotle. up to Monterey and make yourself Qdobo. a burrito. A good, nice burrito bowl. Okay, so Stokes Qdobo um, was not actually built by Stokes. No. It was commissioned. It was built by laborers. Shocking. Uh, but it was commissioned by a man named Ambrose Tomlinson in 1833. Oh. 1833. That's fucking old for our state. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he commissioned them to build an adobe house. An adobe um, house. An ad- a Qdobo house. <laughs> yeah, he built a Qdoba. Gu- I'll extra. have the spicy cheese roof. <laughs> uh, I want some extra rice for the sides. Yep. Yeah. And could I get some chips with that? Yeah. Chips. Say I want chips. a super thighs. Um, <laughs> so he commissioned this he wanted to have a very fancy house um adobe houses were all the rage at the time he hired like the bestest people to build the bestest house mexico paid for actually it. a one bed one room house um because that's all you needed in 1833 fucking apparently that's right but it was you like shit where you sleep the 
the like peak of fashion. It was wow. like it was so fucking fancy schmancy. You're like, well, wait, you and, poop and pee in the same like yeah, you can do it room that you sleep in. Um, and it had a red tile roof, which was like super Whoa. duper fancy. So everyone was just like, look at that. But the people just That's like pretty jacking off to this house. Look at yeah. that so house, uh. cranking it. Um. So yes, and it was also uh, lots of like newspapers and or like people who were talking about the original house called it pretentious. One <laughs> this one room, Adobe house, fucking pretentious. Look at these nouveau riche moving to the neighborhood with their red tile roofs and single room homes. Look at them with their walls and their roofs. My notes say pretentious AF. Um. So he built this. This was like his dream. Room. Room. Yeah, um, you can't call it a house. It's a dream room. And then I go into local barns, dig a hole where the cows poop, and sleep in it like a normal, respectable American. Yes. <laughs> um. So he spent a bunch of money on this. I'm going to keep calling it a room because it's room. literally it's, just it's a, room. a room. It's a one room house. Um. And then he went broke four years later and had to sell it. Aww. So he sold it to a man named James Stokes. Hence, Hence the name Qdobo. I get it. Um, if you don't live in America, Qdobo is a fast Mexican chain restaurant. It's like a Chipotle. Yeah. And if you don't know what a Chipotle, Chipotle is, is I want basically you, to, you go down a line and say, what kind of burrito do you want? Subway for Mexican food. Yeah. Do you have Subway in, in Italy? Um, Subway is everywhere. Yeah. I, feel okay. like I don't know. Everywhere. I've never I been to Italy. Maybe Qdobo is everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, I want a Qdobo right now. I know. Yeah, I would sounds eat really the good. shit out of some guacamole. Okay, so James Stokes. Um... Is a man. He's a normal dude. He's Regular. actually, he's in the British Royal Navy. Oh. Or no. he was until he decided, I don't want to be a Navy boy no more. And while his boat was in the Monterey Bay Harbor, Just he jumped off, off and, and swam, swam away. To shore. Ah! He's, a, he's a British naval deserter. Wow. And he swims on, he swims to shore in Monterey. This man, we don't like him. Just, we're setting this up. You're oh. going to want to like him. Don't. don't. I okay. like him so far. You don't. Don't. Um, it's only because in Assassin's Creed you jump off your boat all the time. Okay, well, so here's the thing. It always so comes he back swim, Assassin's Creed. So he has his like bag of stuff, his like bag of like his own personal accoutrement. Yeah, but he actually stole something from the boat before he left as well. And when he got to shore, he realized gold doubloons. What he had stolen was a box of medication and medical supplies. Okay. Uh, that he had stolen from the boat. So he... He just grabbed he just, and he went. just grabbed a box and was like, this is what I'm taking. I'm gonna like build a new fucking life in Monterey. And so he became he a doctor. So he was... Yep. So he walked onto shore. He opened the box and he was like, I guess I'm a doctor now. Ah! And he set up shop. He called... He made everyone call him Dr. Stokes. And you know... And he started giving out medical advice and treatment. And you know what? He's got that fancy fucking British accent. Uh-huh. So everybody's yeah. like, oh, uh-huh. clearly he's, he's telling the Because he was in the Navy. Yeah. Knows how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> um, d- d- I yes. trust him. Oh, you're clearly suffering from big red feet disease. Yeah. Uh, so I'm he, going to inject you with this. What is it? I don't know. But I'm going straight in your bottom. Please show me. Oh, Pull. Hold down your pants, Mr. Lincoln. Do you have a sunburn? I believe we can cure that with cholera. Hold on. Yes. Let me. Um, I'm gonna smash this vial of cholera on your forehead. (laughs) Actually, what's going to happen is we're going to amputate your left arm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to slap you in the face with it. Oh, I'm sorry. And then we're going to take your left arm. We're going to actually implant it onto your ribcage on the right side, so that way you kind of got two arms. Oh, yeah. Fix it. That'll fix it. I just got the sniffles, and I don't know why we gotta go. No, shut up. We're gonna chop off your arm. Just seems drastic. Look, I. Hush, what we're going to have to do. Do you not hear my accent? I'm very British. Yeah, I mean, you do sound very fancy. I'm a learned British man. Uh I'm a white man. Uh I've seen the British accent. I obviously know everything. Right. And I can tell you that the only way to cure your hiccups is with the bubonic plague. Well, let's do it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Lick this rat. (laughs) Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. (laughs) Um, So, rat smoothie. He's a terrible doctor. <laughs> I can't imagine. I refuse to believe it. And like most of his patients die. <gasps> like more than 50% of the people who come to him die. for medical services die. But he's like a handsome British man. So Tell me he never gives up. And he gets so popular and rich that he buys the fancy room. 
People still go you to him? You keep telling me not to love this guy. No. I love this fucking guy. Look, you're not gonna... You're gonna be mad about it later. So I can't wait like to him. be mad about it, but for right now, I'm enjoying this man. So, no, no, no. Killer. So what he does... What he's he does, a fucking serial killer. He's so killer. popular mm. that for a while, he's the most popular doctor in Monterey, and when the governor of California, because Monterey is the capital of California at this point, gets sick, who does he go see? He kills the governor, and doesn't he? the governor dies. He killed the- <laughs> So Mr. Not Dr. James Stokes decides I gotta go. I am now very famous. I'm gonna and, argue and in NOFT. No! I bought he this killed fan- the governor! You know, but people don't know because Everybody he's, loves he's him. a fancy British man. They're yeah. like, he must be smart. He's British. It was the stupid governor didn't listen to his instructions. He's a demigod. He's he swam in from the ocean. You know what? It's true. He's I'd, Aquaman. If Colin Firth walked in my house right now and said, "Oh, I'm a doctor," I'd, I'd be this like, "Rat!" You know, I'd, 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 I'd lick the rat. Also, right. it's mid 1800s right now. Yeah, so everybody was dying. On. Yeah, I think most doctors probably had a 50 percent chance yeah, of curing I mean, you back I then. I feel like he's basically just bloodletting everyone. To yeah, say, just, uh, he's not doing any worse than the actual leech. people who are trained. It is all I'm saying. So, oh uh, yeah. So the governor he Bob killed, still loves him. Yeah. I still love him. So the governor he killed was Jose Figueroa. Um, oh, we have streets case, named after him. In and case shit. you were curious, if this was a real story. This is legitimately true. The governor was named Figueroa. Figueroa. That's where Staples Center is Aye. on Fig. And You're dead. welcome. Um, so then, Mister Do- Not Doctor James Stokes said, "I've bought this very fancy room." I'm the most fabulous, famous doctor in all of Monterey. Yeah. I should find myself a wife. Oh, yeah. So he starts looking around for a wife. And he finds a woman named... Sally. Nope. Named Josefa. Yep. J-O-S-E-F-A. Josefa. Josefa. Named Josefa. And he's just like, she's pretty fucking hot. Oh, she's married and she's got four kids, though. Hmm. Well, but her husband's c- kind of sick, so... Maybe I should cure maybe him. Maybe I should, maybe maybe I should trust just, him. Maybe he just dies and then I marry her and adopt her four children. So he does. Oh, Jesus. Gave her a better life. <laughs> this guy's a great dude. I love him. So then... Uh, what he did and- Josefa's like, husband do? I died. I don't know. Yeah, he died. Of, I don't know other than died. Died of medicine. I don't know anything other than he was under the medical care of Dr. Not James Stokes. He and, was an, and, a non-compliant patient. Yeah, he needed to be corrected. Yeah. Uh, right into the grave. Yeah. And then he and Josepha, Josepha had two more kids. Mm. So then they're a family of eight and they're living in that a one bedroom. That vagina is just... <laughs> At this point, um, and they're living in this one very fancy room. Here's a story so like, of a murder doctor <laughs> and his wife that he stole from the governor or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> or another dude. I've only been half paying attention. <laughs> um, so then he takes his very fancy uh, a, a Qdobo house. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we need to expand this. So he expands the house. He adds a bunch more rooms onto it. He adds a second floor onto it. It becomes like pretty much Ooh, what the house, house is to this day. He like quadruples the size of it. He has a family of eight at this point. Um, so he is, this was in, um, 1844. So 11 years after the house was originally built, mm-hmm. it is now changed hands into this not doctor man's house and it has expanded quite a bit. Okay. Um, and every, the whole expansion is done by like all the original architects. It's just as fancy as the original room was, but now it's like eight rooms instead of one room. Fancy eight. Eight and times I like, as fancy. I like that there was an architect to a one roomed Building. Yeah, there were two. I didn't I, write their names down, but there, there were two. There were two. How do I? Okay, one I did know. the roof and one did the wall. Well, yeah. what, what if it was um, a rhombus? What if it was a, <laughs> a trapezoid? Yeah. Well, what if it was a hexagon? No, we that that's square. too many walls. You know what, what if it was what? a yurt? What if we just had a square? <laughs> How about um, a rectangle? So a rectangle is square. Is a rectangle? He's so popular, and he has now has the fanciest house in all of Monterey, and he's so popular. He decides to run for mayor. And he wins. Of course. Again, this serial not killer. Not a doctor. This is the American fucking dream. I Except love him. he's British. Not a doctor. Murderer. British man. Naval deserter. He's a winner. Yep. Um, so he lives a pretty good fucking life until at one point in the they think, uh, I'm not super sure when. But years after, his children, his children are growing up. Um, he is living a great life. He's super popular. He lives in this great fucking house. He sold the house, and he's like in the process of moving out. Okay. Um, and his two eldest sons um, decide to like come visit dad in the study one day. Hey, dad, what's and happening? And they open the door, and he's diddling their younger sister. No! 
Oh, no. I told you you don't like him. Wait. I told you not to like him. Was it his daughter? Yep. Not that I was. Yeah, you know what it if was. If there was an implication, I was going to give her a give him a pass if it no. wasn't his no, biological was a, daughter. Bob, I'd throw you off the balcony. It you was could a my try. daughter's. I'm tit. very strong. It was a my daughter's tits situation, but he was there for it. <laughs> he was there. Was, just my, like daughter's was, my daughter's tits. Yeah, he was there for it. How old, how old was that daughter? It was a my okay. daughter's tits situation. Yes, uh, she was a child though. Oh, she was a child oh. and his child because he adopted four children, yeah, but he had, had two own. biological children. It was one of his biological children. Uh, I told you, don't like him. Yeah, I've turned the corner on yep, him. I don't like yeah, him anymore. I'm, so I'm no then longer pretty a fan. quickly thereafter, his sons are like confronting him about like, yo, why are you fucking our sister? Um, and he's like, I don't she know. She sat on my lap. She asked for it. He's like, ooh, the number of stories I've read where that's the actual excuse where she's sitting on my lap. Yeah. Being all cute. Did you see what she was wearing? Pinafore. Sexy as fuck. Hell Loved yeah. It. Jane Eyre wore a bunch of pinafore. Oh my God. I'm reading that now. <laughs> um, anyway. So his sons are like confronting him and basically like you're a monster person and we're going to out you. So then d- not Dr. James Stokes decides I'm going to take the coward's way out and kill myself. And kill myself. And he drinks poison because he's not a doctor and and dies in front of his sons in the house. You know what he thought he was going to do is he, he was going to he was going to drink a file of some sort he of thought potion. He was going to like uh, like grow to ten times. And he was going to yeah. grow to ten times his yeah. whole size like and Alice smash them and it was poison because he's a fucking moron. Yeah. He thought he was gonna like uh, crack together his Titan Stone knuckles and yeah, become Mega Grog. Well, this will teach my idiot children to mess with me yeah. when I become twenty foot tall, Doctor Stokes. Nope, but then he died. Uh, Crap! And he deserves I to failed. die because he was a he's, human garbage. He's, he's a filth man. Person. He was a uh, like. He led a very fun life. It seemed like he pretended he to be a doctor. A, he, he murdered was a people. Garbage person. He but was, then there's a lot of reports that are like, oh, he was just like he didn't know about doctoring. And then there are other reports that are like, no, he decided to become a doctor because he wanted to murder. Gotcha. Um, and fuck his daughter. Apparently, this was the mayor. Oh god, this was the mayor. <laughs> so then he sold. So like I said, he was in the process of selling the house. So he had sold the house to a man who was a baker, and the baker moved. Where does into- the candlestick maker yeah, come in? There's no butcher. Uh, he comes later. So the baker moved into the house, and he was the first one to turn it like half residential, half commercial. So the baker lived upstairs and turned the whole bottom floor into his bakery. Yeah. Um. It was also the first bakery in Monterey. Oh, fun. Yeah, like within Monterey city limits um and it was fairly successful and then it changed hands a bunch uh over the next couple years it for a while was a kiln business they made and sold kilns you know what oh that's a unique business for the art for (laughs) kidobos yeah um then it was a garrison for off i almost said ossifers for officers (laughs) for (laughs) ossifers um in the military (laughs) the capital um and it also for a while housed the first newspaper in California and the first newspaper was actually printed printed and published in that building. Printed. It was printed. Yep. Um, I'm with you. In, in that building. It was in California. So it was the first bakery, the first like newspaper, first daughter toucher, yep. first, first fake doctor. Everything. Yeah. A lot of firsts. First governor murderer. Yeah. Lots of firsts. No, good. In the Qdobo. Um, so like I said, it changed hands a bunch of times. Then in the 1890s, it was bought by a socialite named Hattie Gregg, mm. who we do like. And Hattie Gregg was that bitch. Yes. Okay. She, yes. She had like, a, she was from a wealthy this. family. I'm about then it. Then she married well. Yeah. Then her husband died and she was just like, fuck it party at my house yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of all she did she like dated and remarried like a politician or like a well-to-do person or something and so it became like this was basically like the spot to be in monterey hell yeah um in the late this 1800s. one room house no it's not it's now, anymore. It's now oh, two right. stories and it's now again extra i've only half been paying attention um so she had oh, so many parties there all at this house um because and she was like always the hostess she like had a great wonderful life and she lived there and she eventually died in the house um in uh, 1948 okay so she owned the house for 60 a years long a long wow. time um so she she like didn't die nefariously or anything like she that just she just died old that doctor not james stokes didn't murder her nor did his ghost nor did his ghost um and then it was empty for a while and then in the 1850s it was bought by a frenchman named gatlin who turned it into a high-end restaurant oh wee wee and it was very fancy because again it's like a very fancy Qdobo building yeah so um 
so it it like just it became one of the fanciest restaurants. It brought French cuisine to California. Um, one of the things they served was a whole roasted boar, which they would just fucking bring out. Here's a pig. Eat him. And something that they called... Were pigs thick on the ground in California back then? Maybe. Sure. And something they called a minotaur head, which was a bull's head... Chupacabra. Quote... With the tongue simmered in spices mm-hmm. and the brains and eyes sautéed in butter, Gross. crowned with pastry horns and wreaths of gaily colored flowers, just <laughs> like a fucking fake minotaur head. Who orders that? Psycho. There, there is nothing in this world I want to eat less than what you just <laughs> described. <laughs> eyeballs sautéed in butter. Eyeballs, eyeballs, brains and tongue sautéed in that on flower my shit. Table. I throw up and I walk away. Yeah. But can you imagine how long it must have taken to make that? So I don't very give a fancy. Shit. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make eat, me want to eat, eat more. butter eyeballs. Um, or, I don't eat any eyeballs. Or spicy tongue. I don't want to eat any no. of that. But wow. very fancy. Um, so then, so it was Gatlin's for a very long time, the, the height of French cuisine in mm-hmm. California. Okay. Yum. Um, then it, at some point it became Stokes Restaurant. So they were calling it after the not child doctor. Toucher. Yeah, the baby toucher. Yeah, no, let's honor the child toucher. That's um, fine. It was Stokes Restaurant for a long time. Stokes was a very fancy restaurant. Um, it closed in 2008 and then it reopened in 2011 as Restaurant 1833. Okay. Um, so it was named after the year that the original that the one room, room was built. And they uh, they embody quote casual elegance. Mm. Mm. Uh, they have a lovely website which has a lot of history about the building itself oh, cool. and Monterey. You can time. wear jeans if they're nice. They jeans. really lean into it. They also lean into the fact that it's haunted. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So the house has three main ghosts. Okay. The first ghost is not Doctor Baby Toucher. Not Dr. Yes Baby Toucher, James Stokes. Yeah. So James never left the building. He wants to touch more children. Because he spent most of his life living there mm-hmm. and he died there. Yeah. Um, so people will see full body apparitions of James wandering both upstairs and downstairs. Looking for babies to and touch. And they say he is always in a white doctor's coat. <laughs> Not a doctor. Not a doctor. <laughs> Not a doctor. Um, uh, have you know I am a doctor. I came to the States with. Swimming. A, sw- a swimming with a doctor's case. Look, I'm British. I'm obviously I'm a doctor. I'm much smarter than you. Look, do we not know Doctor Who at this point? He's British. She's British. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Two matter. hearts can do doctor Two hearts things. Can, can do doctor practice things. medicine. I'm a doctor. Um, so if they can be a doctor, I can be a doctor. So not Doctor James Stokes. Dick in life. Dick in, in death. Oh, so oh, he's he a douche ghost. He's a douche ghost. So he uh, he will interact with the waiters especially when it's busy because he doesn't like people in his house. So he will like trip the waiters or like miss mess up the orders for the waiters ah. when it's busy because he wants people to leave. Um, he will also sometimes um, bar the door. Right. Like he will lock the Don't front door in. so that more people can't come in. Oh, shit. Um, I can't possibly treat all you people. I've yeah, not all these visitors. Um, he'll like, Get out before I start giving you things to kill you. He'll like, as people are walking towards the door to leave, he'll like push them. Like get, get them out. Get out. Um, also, they hear him slamming doors a lot. They hear slamming doors. They assume it's him because he's a dick. Because he's a grump. Gotcha. Um, a not dick ghost is Josepha, his wife, uh. this poor woman, a creature of her time. Yeah. Just tried to, her husband died. She's just trying to remarry. Big fancy British doctor. She says, hey, let's get married. She's like, Mm -hmm. all right. So she, uh, she is one of those like doesn't know she's dead situations. So the upstairs, one of the upstairs dining rooms used to be her old bedroom. And so they see her all the time in that room. Um, and she she's just walking around, doing her thing. They say that sometimes they'll hear like a baby crying in a neighboring room. And then her ghost will go to get it. Oh. Like as if it's one of her children. The, um, the one that was touched. Uh, who Obviously. knows? Um, or she'll be seen like as if she's having a conversation and like laughing and talking with someone else that they can't see. But uh. they can't hear her. Mm. But then apparently sometimes they'll hear shattering glass from another room and she'll look like where's that shattering glass coming from? Mm-hmm. And then she just starts laughing like, oh, something funny must have happened in the <laughs> other room. <laughs> and she's laughing about it. So she's just she's just living. She's, she's just, picked yeah. moments that were happy in her life, taking care of her children, them. hanging out with her friends. When and she was just, getting broken. And she's just still there. And so people who dine in that room um, that used to be her bedroom, they'll they'll see her often like her full body apparition like that is 
Josefa, okay. Josefa, whatever her name is. Um, but the best ghost is the, obviously uh, that girl, party Miss girl. Hattie Gregg. Yeah. So she loved this house. She loved that it was a party house. And now that it's a restaurant and bar, she's she real happy into it. She's like, I should have done this. So there are bars both upstairs and downstairs and the way the restaurant is currently laid out. And she likes to go to both of them. Nice. She likes to show up all the time. And what she does is she will flicker the lights to let the bartender know that she's there. Hattie's here. Yeah, pretty much. So like, oh, Hattie's here. And then they know to start to look out for like, uh, she'll steal glasses of wine. So like if a person turns their back on their glass of wine, it's hers now. (laughs) Mine now, bitch. She just fucking takes it. Um, There's a, in the downstairs bar, there's a piano. So sometimes she likes to sit at the piano and play the piano, which is something that she used to do all the time when she was entertaining at parties. She would play the piano and sing for her guests. So she's just still doing it now that it's a bar and a restaurant. No. Um, they say that she has become friendly with the staff like the staff that works there have gotten to know like that's the ghost of Hattie so they they'll say that um, she'll like sometimes they'll see the ghost of her she'll look at them make eye contact and like smile or wink at them and then some of the wait staff have said that they've heard her speak before they've heard her say things like excuse me or like uh, can you come with me or something like that? Um, but also, some of the wait staff have said that they've been there long enough. Hattie will learn your name, Aww. and she no will say shit. like, "Hi, Bob," or "Hello, Bob," or something like that. As you like start your shift at the bar. What Aww. the fuck? Yeah, she's just having a good time hey, being man. a good hostess. Yeah, That's you know? lovely. Yeah, she's great. Um, but she also like sometimes manifests as a fog and not as an actual person. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes she is a person because they see her smiling and winking. Um, Hattie Gregg, known flatulent. Yeah, yeah, fog yeah. lady. Um, Fart but she, she also is a little dusting. bit of a trickster. Ah, when she's not stealing your wine. Yeah, when she's and not farting. stealing your wine. And she, her old bedroom has been turned into a dining room as well. And the restaurant is basically like, look, Hattie is here all the time. Um, so we wanted to honor her so we've sort of given the room back to Hattie so they have redecorated it in a way that is appropriate to the time in which she lived in the house Mm. they've done it all in lavender which was her favorite color and they put some of her actual personal effects in the room oh shoot um, to make her sort of feel there and welcome so she's in that room a lot if she's not at either the upstairs or the downstairs bar and they say that specifically in that room um, she feels the most at home the most comfortable and she likes to get a little bit tricky so what she'll do in this room is if you uh, like turn your back on your wine glass mm-hmm. she'll put salt in it <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they say they never see the salt going in but like sometimes people will just like take a sip put their glass down then go to take another sip and be like there's fucking salt in this and the restaurant is just like oh it's Hattie Hattie got to your wine and they'll so, just bring you another just wine drink well, she's nice. just there. played a little trick she just played a little trick on them. Have oh, a drink, man. fucko. She's just having a good time. Yeah, She's man. just like a drunk party girl. A dig. Who salted a- your wine, bitch? Yeah. You should have drank faster. She's just drunk at the piano. She's just, just singing a song. This huh? lady's great. Yeah. I like so her. So that is, and uh, that is the Stokes Adobo. Um, nice. Uh, uh, which is now restaurant 1833. It is currently open in Monterey. You can go. Go it's and eat there. It's not all that fancy. Like, you don't have to get super dressed up for it like you did when it was Stokes Restaurant. Cool. Um, and like I said, they super lean into the ghost. So you could go and say, like, can we eat in Hattie's room? Or can we eat mm-hmm. at the bar? Like, is Hattie here today? Or whatever. Um, and they try to accommodate their guests who are oh, looking for a ghost nice. interaction. That's really cool. Because Hattie's there so often. They're like, oh, yeah, like, Hattie was downstairs yesterday. So like you probably want to sit at that bar. Ah, that's rad. Yeah. I like that. That um, is rad. So that, that is, is rad. That is the story of the Stokes Adobe House in Monterey, California, which brings me to my beer, which is not a beer. Yeah, no. I noticed. Um, so it is from Golden State Cider for California by California. By California. Mm-hmm. Fucka, bucka, buck, buffa, bica, forka. Yep. Buck fuck. Yep. Yeah, but fuck. <laughs> Jesus, you guys. It is, uh, it's the Bay Brute uh, Dry and Unfiltered Hard Cider. Hard cider. It is 6.9%. It's very good. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> I picked it because Monterey Bay is sure. the big thing of Monterey. Sure. This is the Bay Brute. It also has an adorable little otter. Which yeah. The Monterey yeah, is yeah. well known for the otters that live in the Bay. Um, it's unfiltered. Yep. It's unsweetened. Yep. Looks like whiz. It looks like, like cloudy whiz. whiz. Yeah. Yep. It tastes pretty good, it's though. Pretty good. As we know from previous editions of the show, I don't like cider. No, it's too sweet and it's gross. I this did is not think you were going to like it. 
This is pretty good. I offered you, like, do you even want a full one? I'm glad that you are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mine's gone. Bye. It's good. It has no added sugars, no concentrates, no gluten, no added water, no bad juju. Oh, that's good. Like, it It definitely tastes like a cider, but yeah. it doesn't taste like a cider. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's... Yeah, it's, it's not just sweet. it's just not as sweet, and the yeah. and the dry fr- finish from the from the brute of it all yeah. is quite pleasing. Yeah, I, uh, this it's is really good. Like this, is the first one I haven't hated. It tastes like champagne and apple juice. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what. That's it exactly is. what it tastes like. Yeah. It, it's delicious. I'm not I like mad it. about it. No. Yeah. Yay. Look, look at the little otter. The yeah, there is an adorable the otter, otter swimming on his he back on the can. His yeah, he sold it for me. Yeah, this was sorry, this movie. I like it. All right, well, we'll be back in a couple seconds with a second story. You're going to love it. Wee! Hey, everybody, this is your favorite person, Engineer Bob. I'm the best part of the podcast. Very handsome. Smell great. Hey, you know what? The uh, most amazing thing that you can do for the show is rate and review and subscribe on the iTunes. Helps us move up the charts, get in front of new people's ear holes so that they're going to find out about this great show that we do. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can always tell a friend about us with your mouth. You got one. You got ears. They have ears. They got mouths and ears, too. We can have a conversation about this great show that you listen to. Hey, and if you happen to be on the internet, there's a bunch of different places you can find us. We've probably mentioned it in the past. We have a super fun Patreon that has video episodes, audio episodes. I do drawings during the show. It's great. Booze, uh, it's patreon.com slash booze and brews. And we also have all of your favorite social media websites where you can talk to us, share us, talk to other people about us. We have a Twitter at booze and brews. We have a Facebook at booze and brews. And we have an Instagram at booze and brews podcast. And you can always send us an email at booze and brews podcast at gmail.com if you have suggestions for future shows or just want to have a conversation with us. We don't care. We love you. Okay, we'll be back soon. Bye. In our break, Bob got angry. I know. You're supposed to be the best part of this podcast. I am the best you part of this podcast. You smell great. I do. And you're so mean to us. Yeah. He smells great, but In all fairness, yeah. I'm pretty mean back to you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You, you, you give what you get. You were... Oh, <laughs> speaking of giving, excellent transition. Hey. Um, this is very good. Yeah. I just wanted to say a little personal note from Fancy Tuna here. My poor little fuzzy everything is sick right now she has cancer and i started to go fund me and we posted it out on the booze and brew socials yep. and several of our listeners have responded Thank and you. given to the GoFundMe or shared it out to try yes. and get her get help which is so sweet that you guys very are sweet. amazing thank you, you guys, guys are little angels i yeah. can't you're so so sweet we vanessa's have the, cold dead black heart yes is like yes, puttering cavern in my chest <laughs> Grown, filled the with cavern love. has grown filled. two sizes yes. that yes. day. Yeah. The cave of my heart okay. is full of love <laughs> and snicks. Um, <laughs> so I just, I, and like, <laughs> heart snicks! Um, I just wanted to say thank you. You yes. are amazing. I love you. I super appreciate it. Yes, thank you um, guys. You are wonderful human beings. Our yes. listeners are the best. Yes, they're the about finest it people. All the time. Yep. But you no, are you legit the are best the best people. Yes. Yep. Thank that you. is all back to the ghosts. Now back to the ghosts. Uh, this is the best beer can. It is the <laughs> finest this beer. This man has the best mustache. Yeah. He's he's, he's weird awesome. looking. He's got a great mustache. It's just called beer beer. <laughs> yes. Yep. Super to drink. Super to drink. That's right. <laughs> so let me tell you about the the restaurant that this beer is tied to. And it is Super called, to eat at. It is called Pugin's Porch. Poopin', poopin' porch? Poopin' porch. Poopin' porch. Located in Charleston, South Carolina. It's the porch where you poop. Poogan's porch is Charleston's oldest independent culinary establishment. For poop. Now you're probably saying to yourself, wow, that sounds super impressive. Oldest independent <laughs> culinary establishment in Charleston? It's got to be like no, hundreds of a, years old. That's a lot of qualifiers. No. Independent is what's getting me. No, it's not. Oldest independent. It opened so. in 1976. Yeah, that's not <laughs> old at all. Not old at all. Okay, my restaurant was in California and was 150 I years know. older. <laughs> and was a Qdobo. I am so mad. But anyway. Guys, can we get Mexican food? Hell yeah, we Hell can. Hell yeah, we can. So it op- I'm going to post my Qdoba. It opened in 1976 and serves what they call... Uh, air quotes. How were there? Are there no other restaurants in Charleston? Well, there are Did a bunch. Charleston like burn to the ground in yeah, and all the in independent restaurants. Seventy four. I'm sure. Um, but it serves what they call low country cuisine, and you're like, what the fuck? Low low country. Okay, low country, low not country. low cuisine, not low cuisine. Low okay. country, low cuisine. country cuisine. So it's wh- nothing but dirt rats no. and mud skippers and salamander dicks no, and proud up with okra. Eat them, you shit head. 
Fuck it, you. And well, then poop on our porch. And then come out and poop on the porch. You're going to get You're the Rhea. Love it. Oh, uh, Rhea. So it's uh, You're going to get the D-Rhea. You're going to get the D-Rhea from, the, from them salamander dicks. You so got that mud butt. Come on down, Yankee. Give a salamander dick a try. You right, can't what, handle it. What they actually serve, shut up, mud butts, is shrimp and grits, pork chops, chicken and waffles, and other very heart healthy fare. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So low country basically diabetes. means diabetes <laughs> and deep fried. Yeah. Deep fried diabetes. Yeah. Mama, I got the sugars. <laughs> so Pop nearly did a spit, spit take at deep fried wow. diabetes. You're welcome. So, and how did uh, Pugin's Porch get its name? I bet all the ghosts died from heart disease. <laughs> so, when owner Bobby ba- uh, Ball, Bobby Ball, ba- Bob Balls, Bob's Bob balls. balls, Bob's Balls, when my balls opened bought the restaurant, uh, so bought the place in the 70s, the neighborhood stray dog decided that he was going to uh, stop and shut him down, porch. open up shop on the porch. Yeah, it's Steve Whoa. Oh, that's a rough rider's roll. No, no DMX. Arf, 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 arf. No, no, no DMX. What? All right. Yeah. Oh God, I need I'm to sorry. educate you. So anyway, do you want to sing Eve sex? We so he stopped, Eve dropped, <laughs> shut him down, open up shop uh-huh. on the front porch. Right. Since he, yeah, I know not of this opening up of shops. So since she we'll, wasn't we'll a complete dick. Um, Bobby decided to adopt the dog. Oh, yeah. sweet baby. So while they were renovating the house, because it was a house before it was a restaurant. So when they were renovating the uh, restaurant, he would hang out on the porch. And she was like, you're a sweetie. So she adopted him. And she fed him pork chops and gravy. Yes. And he died <laughs> six months later. And his, <laughs> and his but name. so happy and so fat. His <laughs> little puppet belly is like rubbing on the porch yeah. as he walks by. And they all end up looking like corgis because their bellies are hanging down past yeah. their knees. So she named him Poogan. <laughs> so his name was Poogan. bottom dogs, you eat a gooey butter cake. So anyway, that's how Poogan's porch got its name because it was the porch where the puppo sat on. So they named the dog Poogan. Yes, Poogan. Poogan. Like Steve Coogan, but with, with poop. A P. But like Steve Coogan's poop. Steve Coogan's poop. Poogan. <laughs> the dog Steve is named Pooper. after Steve Coogan's, Coogan's crap. Poop. poop. Yep. That's we need it. to shorten it. How about Poogan? Poogan. Everybody names their pets weird things. <laughs> My what? pet's named after a member of the Sex Pistols. It's fine. It's fine. Others are into Steve Coogan. Some people Some name people their pets after famous people's bowel movements. That's right. <laughs> I named my pet after a 70s punk rocker. It's fine. <laughs> so. Steve Coogan's so anyway, I wonder if Steve Coogan would be happy about having a pet named after his bowel movements. I wonder if Steve Coogan you know ever pooped. So, you know what? I'll find his Twitter and I'll ask him. Hey Steve, quick what? question. Long time, first time. Long time. Tell no. me about your dumps. What if My I name a dog after? My five seconds of internet research gave me nothing on the name Poogan either. Because I'm like, I'm sure it's just a cute southern name. What the fuck is Poogan? Poogan. Anyway, so means nothing. No, it means Steve Coogan's poop. We solved that mystery. No conspiracy theory here. Anyway, yeah. There's no Illuminati there. We no fucking, New World no, Order. Nothing. We definitely right, figured right. this we out. We Sherlocked that so, shit. Little Poogan died Literally. 19. Yeah. Little Poogan. <laughs> You're so impressed with yourself. That was a good one. You're like, slow table clap. I'm done. <laughs> it did it. So, Little Poogan died 1979. Oh. Yeah. And the owners actually... He went over the Rainbow Bridge. He did. The owners actually have a little statue of the dog. Um, and I'd say it's a cute statue, but it I'd be lying. Oh, <laughs> no. It's an ugly-ass dog. So the statue... a butterface. No, the statue kind of looks like a drunk first-year art student shit it out. Oh, God. And then was you know like, what? dog. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it was supposed to be part dog, part shit. Yeah. he's named Poogan. after He's named shit. after Steve Coogan's yeah. poos. I'm going to poop the sculpture. It's like... It's, yeah, it's like mostly a dog, but like air Part sculpture, dog. mostly performance Well, I'll show art. you pictures. The sculpture well, is shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Right there. Oh, I did it again. That's good. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll Fancy post pictures. Rare form this episode. We're recording a Patreon after this. Oh yeah, Holy good. Dude. So anyway, uh, we'll post pictures because Fuck they you, exist. Jesus! <laughs> so anyway, the restaurant was, as I mentioned earlier, was originally a house um, that was built in 1888. Okay. Um, okay. So actually old. Yeah, it is actually America old. old. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Charleston, especially, because you know. 
Wars. Wars. There was Wars. a war. Northern aggression. That, right, that war of northern yeah. aggression marched into Charleston, probably fucked up everything. Yeah. So everything that war, was left. War marched in, fucked everything. <laughs> and then, so and then we, it took a dump on the back with porch. With war machine dick. That's right. So then we had to rebuild 1888. So anyway, we got this house. So around 1900, the house was uh, inhabited and owned by sisters named Zoe and Elizabeth St. Armand. Okay. Um, they both were spinsters, never been married. Um, hence the name spinster, in case you didn't know what that meant. Okay. Um, and Zoe... Yeah, we don't like that word. No. And Zoe 100% looked the part of a spinster. She was a school teacher. <laughs> she had 47 She was guys. a mom. She, she had wore, crazy hair. She liked to crochet. She wore long, black, Puritan-style dresses okay. and had round Harry Potter wire-rimmed glasses. Okay, I'm into it. I would be um, friends with this woman. We would brunch. Oh, a hundred percent for the prohibition um, of alcohol. Yes, um, it gives you impure thoughts. Be friends with them. Oh no! Yeah, that's you know what? It's fine. I'd get her drunk and change her mind. <laughs> I'd slip her a little. I'm Mickey. very persuasive. <laughs> so um, the sisters didn't socialize much. They kept to themselves. They didn't really go out much. Um, mm, random question: We yes. know their sisters. Yes, like we saw them grow up together. I was like, is this a same-sex relationship that they're just like roommates? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, they're sisters. You know what I mean? They're two white women living together. They're obviously sisters. Yeah. There's a picture of them, and they do look a lot they alike. Look they look okay. sister-like. I was like, I don't know. I'm just saying. I that think seems were... like the kind of thing where you could, with your lesbian lover, move to a new town and be like, we're sisters. Is it just because yeah. they both have muff beards? They both wear Merkins. That's what it is. Oh. The same Merkin. They share the same Merkin. So the Merkin sharing? Yeah. yeah. They have a Merkin no. sharing program? So it's a Merkin built for two. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway. Sweet upon the sea. I imagine. Built for two. <laughs> they mostly kept to themselves, shared the same Merkin, read the yeah, trashy romance novels of the time. Because they're lesbians. Yeah. Or sisters. They're just reading those fucking bodice rippers and flicking the bean like crazy. Bodice rippers? Yeah. And flicking the bean. Yeah. Yeah. Bodice rippers are mashing the turbo button. Yeah, bodice rippers are romance novels that uh, are pro rape culture because it allows a woman to want something that she's not allowed to want. Is that a real thing? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a good term. No, rips her bodice off when in reality women be like, "It's probably my only fucking bodice. Don't rip that." This is very expensive. (laughs) I know. I gotta sew a new fucking bodice. They're sisters. Okay, not fucking. They're not. Okay, they're just, <laughs> I didn't say they were fucking. I, I, de- I adapted to them just mutual masturbating. <laughs> just so we're clear. I pivoted. Yeah. No, they're not doing that either. You don't know them. You don't either. <laughs> I do. The Spinster Society of America. Yeah. Spinster Society of America. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> anyway. Oh the SSA. Yeah, the SSA. The SSOA. Anyway. SUA. In 1945. Okay. Elizabeth died and oh, left no. poor Zoe all alone. Oh, no. So, incredibly lonely, depressed, and with a deteriorated mental state, <laughs> uh, she was she was sending letters called ABBA to the people of Philadelphia, <laughs> where she was telling them to mix themselves with metal. Please attend. Please, Please attend. attend. Do, do, attend. Do, attend. Do, do attend. Do attend. Do attend. No, um, Zoe was often seen calling out her sister's name. Oh, no. Yeah. I think they were in love. No. They were just sisters. If you kicked it, I'd probably call your name out the balcony a lot, too. But we're lesbians. No, we're not. <laughs> My muff is undivided. I've never undiven- flicked your bean ever. <laughs> was, was, was the... What? No. Bob I'm learning making, a lot. Bob is making weird eye contact. No, Bob. No. <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. <laughs> no, no. Bob, I'm just saying they seem uh, maybe there are sisters and they had a very deep bond and they just yes. they just felt like yeah. they didn't need a man. Yes, they don't need no dick. They don't need. No. They don't need no fucking Abraham Lincoln to keep them on red. No, no. sexy abs Lincoln to yeah. keep them company. No. No fuck boy to keep them on red. No. That's right. Fuck that boy this episode. <laughs> I, you're I don't right. remember anymore. Yeah, you're good. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember either. This fuckboy would keep them on red. <laughs> on this beer can. You'll see when you look at the pictures. So anyway, 
uh, the neighborhood finally took pity on the old woman. Um, so they took her to St. Francis Hospital where she lived the rest of her days. So they're like, clearly she's not doing so good. We're going to take her to the hospital. And that's where she lived until she died. Okay. So in okay. 1954. Was the hospital like their version of like a retirement community maybe? I think it was like she didn't want to well, be alone it, anymore. Well, yeah. I think it was like she didn't want to be alone and she's like, you know, kind of walking around being like, Stella. And so they were like, you're kind of not doing <laughs> so good. Stella. <laughs> Upstairs. Says, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. So they didn't. They There's took, a streetcar named Desire. Desire for a divin muff. In her pants. In that pants. So, no, I think Send the hospital, that streetcar up to. She, up to she had Moist dementia. Town. She was, you know. Bob. Moist Town. Bob. Moist Town. Nothing else was coming to mind and none of it was Send good. that streetcar up to Moist <laughs> Town. Bob. No. She had... <laughs> Look at your wife just goes, no. Robert. Stop it. You are not sending your streetcar up her Moist Town anytime soon. So bad. I'm sweating. There's a roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh no. Oh, fuck. She if, had if like at all possible. I'm going to tag all the Instagram posts this week. Moist down from Moist <laughs> I think it was just a hospital. Moist <laughs> ruptured his appendix, oh. which is adjacent to Moist Town. <laughs> I'm going to continue with my story. Moist Town So anyway, no, it was just like a hospital because she had like dementia. Suburbs. Moist Town so Heights. in 1954, Zoe died and was buried in St. Lawrence Cemetery, but her spirit... Okay, how long after that? How long 1945 after? to 54, so nine Okay, years. got it, got it. Oh, she lived nine years without her sister. Yes. Okay. So, Thank you for knowing what I was going to ask and answering it. I appreciate you, boo. I got you. Podcast um, mom, podcast mommy. I was peak mom right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was buried at St. Lawrence Cemetery, but her spirit didn't stay with her body. Okay. Let's okay. just say. Oh, her steer wants to hang out with Zoe. Zoe wants to stay at home. Like okay. Zoe liked her house. She was a homebody. She gonna stay. She was there. a shut in. Yeah, she was gonna stay there. Okay. So, um, many restaurant workers and patrons alike have reported seeing Zoe's ghost. Um, so the owner Bobby had an experience. So there are a lot of um, experiences at this. So buckle up. So here we go. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Um, buckled buckled good drink your super to drink beer um i don't know that i need to drink anymore but i will but i'm gonna (laughs) um so the owner bobby had an experience one evening as she was closing the restaurant oh bobby the lady the lady bobby Mm. i love it lady bobby as she went to set the alarm she heard the heavy wooden um stools being flipped over and several doors swing open she heard Pugin's heavy stool. She did. She heard Pugin <laughs> make a big, big dump. And she was like, what is Pugin's that? Pugin's heavy stool. Yep. Yep. So Proud anyway. Of that one. Proud of that one. So anyway, she turned. She went to investigate. She was all alone. Ooh. But yeah, the, the stools had flipped themselves over and doors had that she had shut were now open. Oh. Did she, wait, she heard it happen? She and heard she it saw, happen. And then oh, she no, no, no. turned around and, and it was done. Was, yeah. And that's then, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. Um... Another worker uh, to have an experience at night when they were the only person in the building was the pastry chef. So it was around midnight and she was working on wares for the next day. Okay. Um, when she heard pastry wares, pastry wares, when she heard footsteps going up the stairs, she went to check it out because she thought she was the only one in the restaurant. And it's now but, just a restaurant. Yes. At this point, 100% okay. just a restaurant. Okay. Um, but of course, she found no one else in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, she went back to the kitchen and back to work. So she had had the radio on. Was she making pastry horns for a minotaur head with butter sauteed eyeballs? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> absolutely. That's. How did you know? I knew. So mm. So she um, went did back to work. Did you splash beer on your face? No, it was splash beer in my can, but not on my face. Oh, okay. I would have done a wipey wipe had it been on my face. I was like, no, you're new fancy glasses. I know. New fancy glasses are totally safe. Um, so anyway, she had had the radio on, heard the footsteps, turned the radio off, went to investigate. She was still the only person in the restaurant. Oh went back God. down, turned on the radio, started singing along mm-hmm. with the tune on the radio when she heard somebody else What singing. year is it? This is, it, I don't know. I don't know. Make up a year. 1996. Okay, she is 
rocking out to Mbop or Alanis Morissette. Yeah, you, you sing ought, to know. ought to know. Yep. So she would swallow her pride. She'd choke on the rhyme, but the lack thereof would leave her empty inside. That's our song. That's How our did you song. know that that was our song? That's our song, Bob. Did you know Find that? nothing but faith in nothing. Wow. We heard it yesterday, too. We did. So anyway, three yeah. doors down was playing. I'll put my tender hot in a blender, but still I surrender. No, you're Limp Bizkit. No. No. Eat a dick, I just Limp Bizkit. No. Anyway, so There'll she's. no Limp Bizkitting. So she started singing along with the radio mm-hmm. when she heard the voice of another person singing along with her. And I'm here to, to remind you. Of the mess you left when you went away. So anyway, she it's not fair. She looked around the room to deny me. What, what happened when she looked around the room? The cross-eyed bear <laughs> that you gave to me. Oh no! We had to get to at least that part. So when she looked around the room to see if anybody else was with her, <laughs> Alanis was there. Alanis was there, but she was still all alone. <laughs> um, even the alarm was still set so if anybody had like tried to come into the building oh, so she the alarm would have no been up yeah 100 percent sure uh. nobody came in but she still heard the voice of a woman singing along with her that's wow. amazing yeah the that's incredible yes ending her she was like oh that's nice i'm all thing with you that's um, a good tune she said i'm also a fan of alina's <laughs> who isn't yeah right jagged little pill yeah one of the greatest records of, of alina's let's sing a song together yeah, what is the matter, Mary Jane? Are you lonely? You lonely? Oh, Tom Petty. <laughs> um, no, that was that was that her no. That is Tom Petty. Little Bill. Is that the secret song? No. I don't think so. I don't know what You guys, we're gonna it's we're fine. gonna investigate it's this fine. more and more wow. sober. Anyway, guys, listen to Alanis Morissette's Jack Little Pill. It's a great album. I need to <laughs> listen to that again. Anyway, so another uh worker <laughs> I just want to sing Alanis Morissette now and I'm not. <laughs> I appreciate that. A lot of self-control. I'm not there with the daddy voice. I'm not singing Atlanta. So one evening, I'm very proud of you. For me. a cleaning lady was vacuuming one of the rugs again at nighttime mm-hmm. when she got the feeling that she was being watched. So she turned around to see if anybody was there. So as she was turning, she glanced into a mirror that was behind her. In the mirror, mm-hmm. she Did saw she the man in the mirror. No, she was saw he one- asking her to make a change. No, she saw the woman in the mirror. Oh, when she, she asking him to make a change. She saw a elderly woman with wired rim glasses and a black dress. Oh no! In oh, the no. mirror, looking at her as she was Spencer cleaning. Zoe. The apparition in the mirror faded away, came back again, and then <gasps> faded away a, a second time. No bamfed shit. In, bamfed out. Bamfed back in. Bamfed back in. Was bamfed like, was back out. And was like, I'm out. Um. And then workers don't just see her at nighttime. So the majority of the experiences that people have will be after hours. Obviously, nighttime is the best time for ghosties. Nighttime yeah, the, is the right the time. Nighttime is the right, right time. <laughs> so nighttime is the right time for ghosties. Um, but there has been um, an experience of one of the workers in the morning. Oh, no. As he was preparing to open the restaurant for service that day. So he was um, one of the daytime chefs. He came in early, started prepping. He made himself a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. He took it, set it down. Like he was just walking around he doing his thing. He shot that shit back, He man. was sipping his coffee. He heard a noise. Uh-huh. Um, it was the um, delivery guy. The produce man was at the back door. So mm-hmm. he set his coffee cup down on like a stair um, in the restaurant, went, took the delivery of the produce, uh-huh. came back. His coffee cup was gone. Oh, he no. was like, "Don't steal a man's caffeine." He was no like, shit. "Oh, he's like that's weird." So he went back into the kitchen, made, made himself another, another cup, cup of came back to where he just was. Coffee cup was there, thin lipstick <gasps> on the glass. No shit. No. Yeah. So coffee cup back, empty lipstick on the rim. Empty. Empty lipstick on the rim. I was gonna be like, "Did he drink the coffee?" But it was empty. It was empty. So yeah. Um, that's crazy that's baller Zoe's my new favorite ghost yeah so Zoe also does appear to customers and she frequently will appear in the ladies room okay to the customers she's drinking all that coffee she gotta whiz she's gotta take a pee (laughs) so a lot of the customers will see her in the bathroom so they go in they see an elderly lady in a black dress and wide room glasses like at the sink just like hanging out and one woman started talking to her and when she realized she was talking to a ghost she like freaked out dropped everything how did she realize she was talking to a ghost it didn't say so i don't know if she like oh my dear i'm a ghost yeah or she disappeared or something like that 
Um, this is what we get for getting flowers in the house. There's yeah, no, no, there's bugs. Oh, fucking bugs. Dead flowers. Dead flowers. Alive, alive bugs. bugs. This is fucked up. This, yeah. Th- thanks Valentine's Day. <sighs> I mean, they were pretty when they weren't dead. Yeah. You know, when my flowers died, I threw them away like a normal person. <laughs> Look, this we like to watch the symbol of our love perish. It's fine. I uh, no, I, I these are gonna be I thrown away that. tomorrow. That's the thing. Like I wanted one more day of like mostly dead. <laughs> I wanted one more day. <laughs> anyway, they're actually very pretty dried flowers. They, yeah, actually, they're kind of gorgeous as a dark maroon rose. Yeah, the white. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so don't. I like the symbol of your dead love. <laughs> oh God. Well, it's been long enough. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Time to move on. Um. So finally, good luck, buddy. Yeah, I know. You are screwed. I've ruined you. No shit. Good luck finding this as I point up and down aggressively at myself to anybody else. Good luck. I I don't need it. I'm so beautiful. (laughs) Smell great. (laughs) I'm the best part. So handsome. Best part of the podcast. You smell great. People are going to come. Hey, send me an email. Bob's and Brews podcast at boobs.com. Show me your boobs. I want to see them. (laughs) I bet they're great. Send the best part of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She threw her book at Bob. Because he was such an asshole. You cleaned up. I didn't have a pen to throw at you. Anyway, (laughs) finally. He literally threw my whole book at you. It was either that or my phone, and that's more expensive. Yeah. (laughs) So finally. (laughs) Throw your wife's teeth at you. Don't do that. Those are more expensive than anything. Finally. Visitors to the hotel across the street from Pugin's porch have seen an elderly lady dressed in black with wired room glasses waving at them from a second story window (laughs) across the street. Hello. And there have been a couple people knowing the restaurant was empty, was closed, called the cops and was like, uh, there's There's a fucking crazy woman in the restaurant (laughs) on the second floor across the street. She's very friendly. The police will go. The alarm is set. The doors are locked, and there's nobody in the oh, no. restaurant. That's killer. Zoe's just hanging out. It's her house. It's her house. So she's just like, "What's up?" Yeah. Yep. So that is the story of Pugin's Port. I like how it's a restaurant named after a dog, not haunted by a dog, not haunted by a dog, haunted, haunted by, by an old, old lady. Lady. I thought for sure a uh, uh, fat diabetic dog was going to be part of it, yeah. but I mean, he's a statue. It's an ugly statue. It's a shitty statue, but he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, the, she's delightful though she's a good ghost yeah so yeah, that brings me great. to my beer are you a good witch or a bad witch I'm just a regular ghost so i being pugin's porch i was like i want something that's a porch pounder mm-hmm. so i came across mumford success success yeah. i came across mumford brewings super to drink beer beer, beer. uh b-i-e-r b-e-e-r yep it is literally beer beer, beer. Um, it is an unfiltered lager. It's 4.2%, so it is a porch pounder. Mm-hmm. Mumford Brewing is located in downtown Los Angeles. This looks... It has an old-timey gentleman. It this, is the. It is one of the best cans I think we've ever had. This can was made in, like, Hyper Studio circa 1996. It's, it's awesome. magnificent. <laughs> it is The man amazing. on it is super to drink. Um, yeah. He's super drinkable, <laughs> this, this gentleman here. Yeah, it's delightful. There's nothing wrong with this beer. No. This is beer-flavored beer. It's, yeah. a, it's an unfiltered local brewery to us. Mumford yeah. is a downtown LA brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with this beer. It is very literally what they claim it is. Yeah. It's an unfiltered okay. lager. It is beer-flavored it is, beer. Yes, it's, it's a beer, beer beer. And it's, 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 a fucking, pounder. it's yeah. really good. <laughs> if you were hot summer day, not freezing yeah. fucking February weather. Well, and... It's the fourth beer of our day. Great fourth beer of the day. Great yeah, this is beer. a high quality fourth Excellent. beer. Get, and, and it is a pounder. It's a, what is it, 4.2%. Right. Yeah. A whole 4.2. Yeah. You could have an this entire four pack and be follow me wherever I go. Yeah, I mean, th- it was a little expensive for a four pack, but. It was, but. But it's, it's really good yeah. and fun and it's delicious fine. and local and the but cans go, it's great. So they, but they do give it to you in a pint yeah. thing. So it's not and like I an think, eight ounce. I think Mumford is a brewery that does not distribute beyond Southern California. I don't know. That's why the price of the four pack right 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 it is a four pack it is 13 dollars for a four pack yeah it is beer flavored beer but in, in it's one of the finest versions of beer flavored beer you're gonna find yeah, yeah. In for the a with that. southern california this beer area ain't none to fuck with no that's right hey bob well guess what this is the part of the show it's where your I, turn. best part of the show smells great yeah best part of the show smells great gets to pick a winner guess what i like i like doctors that aren't doctors killing <laughs> killing governors and fucking up people you know what i don't like when they're diddling their daughters that's yeah, pretty gross i told you not to like him you know what i you know what else i like i like ghosts that like to sing songs 
Mm-hmm. That's right. That's a thing I like. Uh, <laughs> the karaoke land. I like I like buildings that or become us. Qdobas. I love Qdobas. Delicious. Great burritos. It's way better than Chipotle. You know what I like? I like Moist Town. <laughs> Moist Town's a good place to visit. You're the only one. And Zoe Zoe the coffee drinking ghost is super great. Uh, but you know who's the best? Hattie Gregg is the best. Oh yeah, Hattie, Hattie Gregg, Gregg wins. Is that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought I was gonna lose because of Pugin. <laughs> I do I love Pugin. I know. Yeah, it was a tough one. I thought one Steve Coogan's poop was gonna win him for her, <laughs> but I'm glad that Hattie gets to win. Yeah, no, Hattie, Hattie was lovely. Hattie's no. the number one. But I, I think Zoe is probably like a, a creepier think, haunting. Though. I think Zoe and Hattie should join up Ghost Forces oh, and yeah. fucking yeah. make some shit lit, man. Like, these Zoe are some, these needs are, a friend, yeah. and, and Hattie likes entertaining. So. Yeah. So like, together they'd be awesome. Super duper good hauntings this week. Like yeah. creepy stuff. Yeah, it was good for us just being like, oh, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. Food. It worked out. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. You guys, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with more hauntings. Yes. Um, and until then, well, let's do a can, can cookie study. Till then, cheers. cheers. Oh. <laughs>